Hola compañeros, estoy aquí con mi compañero de mi trabajo, Angélica Morillo. Uh, Angélica habla mal español debido a que sus padres solo usan español entre ellos y solo inglés con sus hijos. Este problema es un problema importante que ocurre en las familias hispanas debido al temor de que su hijo sea visto como menos si comprenden mejor el español. Por lo tanto, se sintió más cómoda siendo entrevista, entrevistada en inglés que en español. Hoy hablamos sobre los principales problemas que acompañan al colorismo en la cultura hispana y cómo se relaciona con la vida de los centroamericanos en los Estados Unidos. Analika y yo también hablaremos sobre sus propias experiencias al recuperar al colorismo y cómo es la vi vida como la una latina de primera generación en los Estados Unidos. Okay, Angelica, I'm going to ask you a few questions regarding colorism in the Hispanic culture. And so my first question for you is, in your own words, what do you think the idea of colorism is? So what would you describe, like, what is the definition of colorism? Because when I think of colorism, I think of, like, colorism, racism, and prejudice, like, almost all on the same, same thing. Okay, so I can pull up the definition for colorism. And so the definition for colorism is going to be prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. So basically, kind of the idea that like lighter toned African American people are treated a lot better than darker, stone, darker toned African American people or same goes uh -huh. in the Mexican context. Darker uh -huh. Mexicans are treated worse than lighter Mexicans. It's just like a kind of yeah. like attached yeah. to the whole stigma of like darker equals poor, white equals rich, that whole stigma that exists in today's society. That kind of makes sense because I feel like a lot of like the richer Hispanics that like you encounter, you see, like especially if they're Mexican, they look down on other like Hispanics. Oh, most if definitely. If they're not up to par with their like social class, mm -hmm. they're they judge hardcore. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's that's more. Um, I think that's more even in Hispanic culture than it even is in like say with. I guess, white people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like, okay, elaborate on that. Because, like, I feel like, well, I guess with, when it comes to Caucasian people, they all have the same skin tone. Even, even yeah. then, they... Mm -hmm. They burn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that means... Exactly. And then we don't. We tan. Like, yeah. if I was, say, in Mexico, like, working in the field, I would be a lot darker than I am right now. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm very fair tone. Mm -hmm. And I think... Um, Hispanics like they see that and they think oh like she's she doesn't she, yeah 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 I feel like it, it works both ways too because I feel like when you are lighter they see you as like not as hard working you yeah. like you don't get down and dirty like like we do 
but also like the lighter ones are like, well, you're not as rich as us. You don't exactly. You it does go both ways. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a, a double edged edged sword. Okay, uh-huh. so another question: Have you ever personally experienced colorism in your own culture? Okay, so. Yes, I have. So mm. I used to play softball mm-hmm. out in the Midwest in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I was one of two Hispanic girls on the team. Oh, only my two. Gosh. And I remember, I remember distinctively this one time we were in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And um, was it Arizona? It might have been Arizona or Florida. I really can't remember. They all kind of mixed together. But I want to say it might have been Florida, and we were playing a game, and, like, I'm I'm fair tone, so mm-hmm. I'm burning. Mm-hmm. So I was putting on sunscreen, and my coach had the audacity to make a comment about the fact that I was putting on sunscreen. Oh. She said something like, like, oh, why are you putting on sunscreen? Like, little miss, I'm, his, like, I'm Mexican, and I don't burn, da-da-da. And I looked at her. First of all, sunscreen, you need to wear sunscreen regardless. You need to protect against the sun. Them rays are not good for you. I know, and she was a woman, so she should have known that. Exactly. But she really made that comment to me, and, like, mm-hmm. it just it didn't sit right with me. Like, you no. know, like, you joke with certain people. But yeah, but that's just, that. that's a little too far. No, exactly. Like, you were my coach, you are my authority figure, a leader, like. It's supposed to be a role model, and how are you going to comment mm-hmm. on the fact that I'm putting on sunscreen? Yeah, and then everyone kind of looked at me and, like, expected me to say something. But, like, I'm not about to say something. Like, I just walked yeah. away. No, yeah. Do you it wish was, you yeah. would have said something? Looking back now, yeah, because that was, um, I want to say that was, like, the beginning of me, like, really not um, liking her as a coach and as yes. a leader. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why I held my tongue. Mm-hmm. But after, after like, one full year, like, I couldn't do anymore and I left. Oh, yeah, So, sure. looking back, yeah, of course I wish I would have said something because then, um, even when I left, there was two more Hispanic girls and mm-hmm. they encountered so much more than I did too. So much more comments and jokes mm-hmm. that were not funny. Just like the passive like aggressive comments that like don't even need to be made. Like, yes. Like the microaggressions, like please stop. Exactly. It, it's so completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Personally, in your own experience, how has the idea of white privilege affected your life? Oh gosh. As a, um, his, as a Hispanic Latina woman. Yeah, so I would go back to softball, too, but I would go back further to when I played travel ball, and that was back home, obviously in California, and um, I was playing on this team, and it was predominantly white, Mm -hmm. and I was the only Hispanic on the team at the time, Mm -hmm. and I was good. I was a good player. Yeah. I should have spoken, Mm -hmm. and I didn't. Oh. And, like, I didn't realize it at the time because I was a kid, Yeah. and my parents told me later that, like... Basically, the coach was racist. Didn't play me. Yeah, exactly. Didn't play me because that because he played his daughter over me, and his daughter wasn't good. And that wasn't really his mind. He was. You were a child. Like he, he's doing this to children. I was like like ten years old, maybe eleven years old. I didn't understand it. I just thought I wasn't playing. Yeah, it was whatever. And I was good, and I knew I was good. Like I, Mm -hmm. I got my stuff done. Yeah. And Um, he made comments too. I don't remember the comments though. My parents remember them because I was too young to remember. Yeah. But just any of any of those comments to a child, to a child, a grown man, to a child, like that's just to a a a girl, a little girl, a young, a young, a young little girl, like that's just exactly that's insane. 
it's so unnecessary and it's sad it is so sad but i didn't realize it at the time so like i guess that's kind of good too like my innocence Mm -hmm. like didn't really process it yeah no definitely that that was nice so throughout your experience obviously you have gotten a very americanized experience when it comes to colorism Mm -hmm. and so in your opinion do you think the idea of colorism differs from the united states versus in Mexico or in other areas of Central America, or do you think that colorism solely exists in the United States? Because obviously there's a big racial inequality issue going on yeah. in the United States, especially within these past this past year with oh, yes. all of the different movements going on. So do you think mm-hmm. that there's a difference between colorism in different countries or if it's like the same general idea? Or if it's worse, like, what are your opinions on that? I want to say it's about the same general idea, but I definitely think the U.S. is worse. Uh But that could just mean, that could just be because I've lived in the U.S. Uh like most of my life. Uh But I have heard stories like about Mexico and like other Latin like countries that it's pretty similar. Mm -hmm. But I think America takes it to like, that next level yeah. that doesn't need to be taken exactly and if you look at the stats hispanics i want to say are the biggest population of america oh wow. and spanish yeah. is the second language so mm-hmm. that should tell you something there it really should but ugh, that's a whole different conversation <laughs> <I've ever done. laughs> okay how okay do you think in your own personal opinion, do you think that you are privileged when it comes to your skin, your own skin tone? I know you said that you're fair, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you are, like, you're, what, a, what, like, you're not white. Dark features. Yeah, you have Hispanic features. And so, yeah. like, do you think that this gives you an advantage to, like, the idea of colorism? Like, do you think that because you have white passing skin, does that differ from your Hispanic features? Or does it give you the same amount of um, colorism that you've experienced? See, and if, like, you're describing it, like, directly as my skin, because my skin is pretty fair. Like, mm-hmm. but then I do have dark features. Like, if you look at me, like, you wouldn't think, oh, she's Caucasian. Like, yeah. I've gotten a lot of people assuming that I was obviously Hispanic, mm-hmm. but also, um, like, a Pacific Islander, okay. like, a Samoan kind. Mm-hmm. So... I would say that I don't think I've benefited from it at all. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? <laughs> Especially mm-hmm. when I went to school in Indiana because it yeah. was predominantly white. So it's just and, like, it, like yeah. al- although you do say that you are fair, like it, it, yeah. it made no difference to them. None at all. Mm-hmm. None at all. Because like, if you look at me, like I'm obviously a stomach, So Yeah. Gorgeous. You're gorgeous, girl. Okay. Have you ever seen, obviously you did talk about experiencing Mm -hmm. colorism and experiencing racism and microaggressions in your, um, your softball career, but have you ever seen or experienced colorism in your school or in any other professional workplace environment? Um, I don't know if, because I'm trying to think back to when I went the school in Indiana, I did see a lot of racism. Okay. So, I guess I can share the story. So, 
my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. there was um, this kid. He was mixed. He was half black, half white. Okay. And mm-hmm. we were both freshmen, mm-hmm. and he ran track. I played softball, and we were good. I was good friends with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he was pretty well known because you know, the school predominantly white, like mm-hmm. handful of African Americans, barely any Hispanics. So yes. like, you know, yeah. everyone knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And one day he worked at. Um, like our coffee shop and he got off of work late probably like at 10 Mm -hmm. and he came home to on our chalkboard in the dorm like we have our names on it Mm -hmm. like you know we have like whatever and on his Mm -hmm. there was the n-word hard r don't belong here oh my gosh yeah and he like posted it and stuff and like you know went to there was a whole police report yeah definitely a whole everything investigation that went on but they didn't like sympathize with him at all like they made it seem like he wrote that on his door for attention why 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 would he want that kind of attention exactly like that That makes absolutely no sense who would do that exactly it's just i can't even fathom like i can't even put into words like completely just like dismissing his feelings upon like the entire situation like that's it's a serious thing that is written on there very Very exactly and that just that i that should have been the red flag for me (laughs) (laughs) because that happened pretty early into the semester of my freshman year Mm -hmm. and i stayed there until like my halfway to my junior year so yeah well i'm that's terrible here i'm so sorry that you had to go through that and you have to experience that and i'm really sorry to your friend that he had to experience that as well yeah he ended up leaving after that semester so yeah. it was for the best so yeah. you know he him. had to deal with that but he moved on and mm-hmm. he's doing great good for him well thank you for joining me and for joining me on this podcast i had such a great time talking to you and hearing okay. all of your opinions and yes thank you for having me of course